0: With the lid off. Sure. Whatever bubbles, bubbles up. I feel
1: Ugh. so good. All right. Welcome back to Why Aren't You Famous podcast. Season, whatever. Season, pandemic.
0: <laughs> Season, pandemic.
1: <laughs> my name is Andrew Grimm, and with me is my fabulous co host and co creator of the podcast, uh, Ellen Cherry. That's me. Yay. And we're joined tonight with our good friend, Ben Shannon, who, uh, if you're looking for him on Facebook, it's uh, Ben Ben.
0: Hey, guys. Yes, I has a website, BenShannonMusic.com. BenShannonMusic.com. Wow. Also, I was going to say the date so we could put this in like a time castle, but what is time? So let me just say this. If you care about time and what it's doing (laughs) or marking the passage of days, today is July thirty-one. It's the last day of July.
2: Did you say time castle? Because I love that. i got to put it in a time (laughs)
0: castle. I don't think I said castle, but maybe I did. Accidental genius. Did
1: you mean capsule?
0: Maybe capsule. I said
1: time castle where there's a a moat of regret.
2: (laughs) We're a little bit beyond capsules. The time we need to put in here can't be encapsulated. It
0: can't be. But can it be encapsulated?
1: Hmm.
0: Anyway, welcome. Well. We're just diving in. I think this is st- we. This we discussed this. We made a we had a like business meeting two seconds before you set up the gear, and <laughs> I su- suggested we should make this the beginning of season four. Why not? And then you said we didn't end season three, but sometimes the stories don't end.
1: This is, uh, our season three was like the Sopranos ending. It just went to dark.
0: I like how you compared our podcast to like one of the greatest television shows ever produced.
1: Sure. Well, who's going to? I, All I, right. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, I will fight you uh, if you disagree with me that our podcast is not on the level of <laughs> The Sopranos. I'm cool with it.
0: All right. So welcome to season four. Ben. It's I, good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ben. Hi. What are you doing here?
2: I'm sitting on a stool on Andrew's back porch <laughs> in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. Right. Doing some porch hangs. Yeah, I'm traveling uh, not too far from my, my home.
0: It was so spontaneous. I got your text two days ago that you were coming in town and Andrew told me and it was just like, yeah, this is I'm coming in to see music friends.
1: Couldn't you call them porch hops? So like they're like porch chops, pork chops, but they're porch hops.
2: Well, as long as it's not a porch cop, (laughs) I'm
1: fine. Right. Uh, Soon enough. Soon enough.
0: Okay, so before the pandemic, I had listened to your newest album, Trigger Finger, and you released it... Well, you were planning to release it right as Pennsylvania began its stay-at-home orders, and everything sort of changed for a lot of people in American culture.
2: Yeah, the, it ven- the venue. It hasn't changed for closed. some people. The venue closed. The
0: venue itself actually closed. Yeah. How long had that been open?
2: Um, I think five years, and they were like. What was this, it called? Uh, they might reopen. Uh, it was called Babyland. Huh. And it housed um, several, like not several, but probably like eight or nine pretty amazing projects. One is like. A political poster distribution center, a a like coffee shop, a um, free exchange store. What where you neighborhood? Just go in and drop stuff off.
0: What neighborhood of Pittsburgh is it in? A
2: maker station. It's in. Um, I guess it's, it's. It's like on the border of South Oakland and Polish Hill, um, near the Melwood Screening Center, which was where the Pittsburgh Filmmakers was located for a long time. But it was an old elevator um, company that had been long closed. But the architecture of the building is pretty cool. There's like a curved um, window in the front, like a oh, half-circle nice. window, and just marble. With, you know, it was just it's a kind of a neat building. Um, but then there's this space, the glitter box, which is a performance space, mm-hmm. which is where I I had booked.
1: Everything you just described was like the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's in an old abandoned elevator company building. And then, you know, it's like there, there's so many people listening to this. Well, there's five people listening to this podcast right now who are going, man, I'm going to gentrify this shit out of that. <laughs> I could totally I could totally put a Starbucks in there. I could totally, you know.
2: Yeah, well, there was a there was a really great venue right down the street called. um the no, what the hell is it? I can't even remember what it's called. Oh my goodness! Anyway, brain fart. That's fine. <laughs> oh.
1: Other other venues in, in in Pittsburgh. Howlers closed.
2: Yeah, so there there's a fund right now to I don't know keep venues open. So there's there's some efforts to create a fund or to get money to sustain venues so that they'll open um,
1: after the pandemic. I heard they were doing that with Northrop Grumman as well. There's an yeah. online GoFundMe to keep those dudes open. Oh yeah. A bunch yeah. of people
0: got together and did a live streaming concert and gave them like
1: Tw- twenty bucks.
0: Northrop Grumman was like, hey we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get you a deal. It's gonna be a 90-10 split I of the 50 streaming bucks revenue.
1: From from the
2: from, from my heart, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, emotional bucks.
1: <laughs> no, uh, exposure bucks. Exposure <laughs> bucks <laughs> right. right. Like can I can I Can I remember those? Yeah. Exposure bucks. That was the, that was the oatmeal. It was like, uh, can, can I buy a hot dog with this? Ha, ha, ha. Fuck no. Hey, creative person.
2: Hey, I got these drink tickets. What do you say? How about two bucks each? What do you say, pal? No, man, it's just yingling. Well. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, one buck. One buck. Come on,
1: bro. Three bucks. Wait, when yingling is top shelf, you know. You are, you are in, a, in a desperate place.
0: That's what's going to be so interesting is like the idea of, I mean, touring through venues is going to have to change, will be changed, um, of the venues that survive. Like we just played a, I played a live streaming show three weeks ago at a classical music venue here in Baltimore called Andi Musique. So it was me and Andrew, the camera person, the sound engineer, and then the owner like in the building and in on the stage, but so I felt okay about the social, the physical distancing part of it, um, but it was so completely alienating to play on that stage where there's normally been a room full of pe- living, breathing human beings, and then to be trying to get it up basically for that like little tiny screen. <laughs> Woo-hoo.
2: You know, you got to do like Major League Baseball did. Just do cardboard cutouts, yes. and you sell the seats. You know, and yeah. you, we'll put your that, car- cutout should I not have said in the cabinet? seat. Phrasing. Yes. We're just I, I was sort of just swiftly, yeah. you know, just picking that up and running with it. Right. You, you should. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to get off of first base. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um,
1: so well, Ben, are you looking forward to? Um, you know, when when we return to playing live music on a consistent basis, are you looking forward to getting twenty percent of the capacity of the venues? Right. Because I, I don't want to sound bitter, but I've been playing. I've been bringing twenty percent capacity the entire time I've been fucking. You're like music. an
0: expert at it. I know you're an expert at filling the room and to twenty percent. <laughs>
1: I find it odd that now they're like, yeah, can you bring twenty percent of the? Well, what's that? Eight people? I can do that. Sure. So do you have any,
2: like, tried-and-true techniques for getting them to come to the front?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, social distance now is totally cool. They're in the back. It doesn't matter, you know. I'm raking in the cash. I'm raking in the $10 now, and and that's Uh, considered to be a success. Meet me and Tay Swift. Yeah.
2: You got to do the Glenn Hansard thing, and like, and at the end of your set, just unplug your guitar and stride out into the middle of the room, <laughs> play acoustic for a while, get people to sing along, yeah. and then you go back in, you plug in, and you just bring the house down. Yeah, Man.
0: all eight people.
1: That guy, yeah. yeah, all eight people.
0: That's true. I think N- that none you of actually... which are my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Two of which
1: are my dad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think that you do have some tried and true techniques. Right. Don't tell anybody about the show until yeah. the day don't of it. it. Sure. Uh,
1: talk it down. Talk it down. It's the venue's job to promote the show, dude. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? One of my one of my right before the pandemic hit, somebody was writing on. Uh, they were writing online about. Uh, they were trying to book a show, and the and the venue said, "Well, how many people can you bring in?" And he and he responded, "I don't know how many people come to your venue." And I was like, "Damn, Woo. you're right on it." Clap back, baby. Mm. Mm. Taking back, taking back the space.
0: Andrew, how are you feeling? Because you had to cancel an entire seven-week tour.
1: Yeah, I, I feel, um, I feel pretty awful about it. Um, okay, sorry I brought it up. No, it's okay. We'll just. You know, it, there's nothing. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with the fact that I had to cancel it. I understand why I canceled it, but. Yeah. Um, the funny thing was, when I called all the venues, because the booking agent, Christopher, insisted that I called all the venues, and, and I will give that guy props. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, those
0: are continuing relationships no matter what happens.
1: Every person I talk to are like, man, you know, <laughs> they're like, you're a real class act for calling us. And I was like, well, I didn't think class act would be a term we'd use anymore, but sure.
0: You are classy. You know,
1: it's a classy move. and uh, You're a bougie. I, I am. I'm Um, um, Ben, I'm just going to go ahead and mute your mic now because there's a certain (laughs) level of, um, but I I think like the the thing that was like surprising to me, was like, uh, talking to the, to the booking people, the talent buyers and the owners, they were all really, really friendly and they were all really, really upset about it. And they all were like, Hey man, I completely understand. And I'm thinking, you know, we could we always get off on the wrong foot when booking shows like i always feel like when i talk to a talent buyer or a bar owner or a club owner there's this like negative humanistic uh, bartering that's going on where i am asking the world of them like i'm asking too much like i'm like you know i'm trying to steal food out of the mouth of their babies. Now the tables are turned. Yeah, right. now it's like you need me. Or yeah. you're
2: having to say, "Oh, dude, sorry, I can't was, make the show."
1: Sorry, sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about not replying to your emails. I
2: mean, the venue that I, that closed that I was going to do the release and you know, I really want to see them open back up. Babyland. Babyland. Yeah, Baby Baby Land. Land, yeah. Baby and they Land. do have a they do have a site and they're they're doing fundraisers. I I would Yeah. So could we segue into like the live video performance and how you feel about that? How do you guys feel about that? Like, um, I, I can just start off that like I was thinking, Oh, I'll just do it online. Right. I'll just, I'll just perform live. And, um, I kind of set it up and was playing with it and I got it to where I was like, "Eh, yeah. Okay. Now I can like, now I'll just rehearse and like, Get ready to do a show, and and then I just was like, ah, I can't, I can't deal with the way
1: it sounds. You know, I just, mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of sounds,
1: that's just the town bell. <laughs>
0: so I slowly lowered
1: time. myself
2: into my <laughs> own self-dug grave, and I had my it's neighbor. The just just uh, it's the so harvest on time. It's the harvest time. And now I've emerged, um, um, and and I'm I'm kind of smell a little bit like kimchi and um, I'm <laughs> reconsidering. But um, I, I don't know, I kind of, I, I I did a lot of, there was a lot of internal turmoil about it because right, I don't right. really enjoy watching Facebook live. I don't mm. really enjoy live feeds very much. Like I can watch a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. then I'm just like, uh, so as a consumer, I didn't, I, I haven't really... Got, I, don't, I haven't gotten it um plus i think part of that was tempered by me spending so much time during that period
0: teaching online teaching online yeah. mm-hmm.
2: and i was like kind of interfacing with the computer you know and, and there was there's a and then facebook is just kind of a toxic gravitational force of its own yeah and um i haven't been engaging with it um and um, so I don't know. So that's the, and then I just said, okay, well, why don't I just I don't know just set up a um, set up a a, a battery powered PA system that I can go outside and perform. Right, right, street so, perform. Yeah, street perform. So I got that all set up, and then I was just like, I don't even want to perform. So sure. then I just. Right. Kind of, that's kind of the, the trajectory. It was just like a, a slow walk downward <laughs> to
1: um, stasis, basically. Right. Basically. And Cue then, the town yeah. bell again. <laughs> oh. So can you sample it from oh, earlier oh, yeah, and like yeah. put it back? There in. you go, guys.
2: It's all yours. There, take take it away.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like so we had the stay at home order on. March 16th I think was the stay at home order in mm-hmm. Maryland and so it took me a good three weeks watching colleagues, peers and people I didn't know just immediately jump on to live streaming like that night, 8 o'clock and I'm just going to do it every night at 8 o'clock and like immediately putting up um, realizing the gravity of the situation that a lot of us like uh, were instantly unemployed. Like the performance is what I do and if there's no way to perform in front of an audience it's just like teachers we are not prepared to necessarily jump into a a yet another new type of technology and that's the that's the psychic exhaustion that i get from it it's just like okay in 23 years of being an independent musician i've i've learned how to be the cfo the ceo the creative director the content creator the performer and and also the technical manager and now to shift like a new creative vision into this thing that like people spend their entire careers perfecting how to broadcast how to like be effective on in that medium and so I didn't want to go into it like right away and start live streaming and so I thought about it for a couple weeks and like we were talking earlier I I was like I want to offer something at a time of day when fewer people are going to be online performing I'm going to do it at four o'clock in the middle of the week and then that way it's like if you're home from work or you're working from home or whatever, it's like there, it's not competing with all of the eight, nine, 10 o'clock things that were happening, like right for the first four weeks. So that was like the first thing I figured out. But like you, I'm averse to the, the first couple of weeks of it. Cause I started doing mm-hmm. it every Wednesday, April 1st, like the first couple of weeks of it, it was so alienating and it made my sense of isolation feel even deeper and worse and more painful mm-hmm. because I was like performing, and then complete silence, and I was just like, there's there's no difference in my mind between me sitting here rehearsing in my space in front of a camera, except that I know that I'm being observed, and that I'm therefore perform- rehearsing differently. It was so confusing, and then I finally figured out, like, I watched a couple of them, and I was like, oh, if I really concentrate on looking into the camera, and I, I imagine that I know I'm going to watch this later and I want to spend 30 minutes talking to myself and for the first 3 or 4 weeks I just really played for myself through that camera and I noticed that I felt differently about it but at the same time like my being on Facebook has gotten lower actually because I'm intensely doing it for like a 24-hour period and then the rest of the time I'm just like it's it's not a healthy place for for me to be mm. like, I, I can admit that it's good for other people, and I'm glad to have the platform, but like, it's not. I don't know. The difference, too, is also I borrowed your mic about four or five weeks into it, which is a Sure MV88. In case Sure wants to sponsor us or something, <laughs> talk about their mics. Um, come Sure. We're, we're, we're actually awesome.
1: speaking through uh, Beta 87As and a uh, uh, SM86. Right. Mine on.
2: says realistic.
0: <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> But this little mic, it just absolutely changed. And, like, once I started to really understand how the mic worked, it helped me accept the room sound. And that improved my sound without giving mm. me the stress of, like, having to set up a whole
2: booth thing. Right. Like,
0: I was just basically, like, plugging it into my phone. And that made me feel like, okay, I haven't added a whole n- another layer of technical need. And mm. And then about two months ago, I just started trying to make it ritualistic. Like, I would have a... A moment of whimsy. A sacrifice. A sacrifice. Mm, the and then blood uh, altar. Right. That's Where's the that first bell? thing. Where is the bell? <laughs> the blood altar happens right at the top. Can you right.
2: guys punch the bell in
1: right. Right. Like later? That's right. Okay. That's right. After the sacrifice of Bilal is been uh, committed to the hour of purification, then.
2: No, that's really interesting. Like, what, what, what kind of ritual were you, were you talking about?
0: So. To keep, like I mentioned earlier, like time felt kind of stretchy for me for a couple of months. But I would start to light a candle just for like the things that I really wanted to focus on, like a way of focusing my mind. So mm. when I was sitting down to the, to practice piano, I was like, I'm just gonna light a candle for the 10 or 20 minutes I'm sitting here at this point. And then I started doing it at the live streams because at th- uh, to be honest, at 3:59 before I like hit start on Facebook and Instagram, on the live stream, at 3.59, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I will think that, I've thought that every single time. Mm-hmm. And then at 4.31, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm glad I did it. So I, I have a, it's not a massive shift in my mood. Mm-hmm. It's just a sw- slight tweak to that. And I know that it's coming on Wednesdays. And for, for me, that has been really, really anchoring and helpful. And I wanted to make it as easy as possible. But it's definitely like, I was thinking about this earlier I was just like I'm trying to plan a trip to see my family in Texas and I was like maybe I need to think about this as the new form of touring which is the porch concert for my friends who want to bring five of their friends over and camping and and experiencing what that's going to be like without the pressure of having like I have to do even less promotion yeah (laughs) no promotion
2: the car the car camping is kind of wonderful that's my preferred way i mean i would i would be at people's houses before the before the pandemic obviously and they would be like oh we, you know we have a we have a couch or we have a bed and i'd be like yeah you know this is actually i, I really like my setup so yeah I would just stay in there even though it's a suv mm-hmm. um, it's i
0: bought a cool fan today
2: the usb fan or
0: it's yeah, it charged with USB. It has like three LED lights on it, and it's so quiet. And it blows like your hair black.
2: Well, I found that like the 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 most ideal placement for a fan is one on my feet. Yeah, it was weird. Like it makes a world of difference. One on my feet and one toward my head.
0: Your feet is one of the ways that your body cools itself off really fast. That's why there's no hair on the bottom of your feet.
2: Uh, well, hmm. I I mean I'm still gonna <laughs> claim the discovery. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I reinvented that wheel. So <laughs> you I'm figured it out. Okay, so one on your head
0: and one on your feet. Yeah. yeah. And then you actually were putting up like mesh on your windows to
2: Yeah, I've like, these super magnets and some screens I just kinda cut it out on a template and just magnetize it, I put it on the outside. You can roll the windows down or up, you know, from the inside.
0: Right. That's smart.
2: Yeah. And there's like a I there's also a hatchback tent where you can just you open up your hatchback and you wrap it around underneath the bumper and over the top of the hatchback and it kind of cinches. And, um, that is, if, if I can't do that, it, it can get uncomfortable, you know, depending I'd spend a night in San Antonio that I would not like to repeat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too hot or too many bugs.
2: Uh, Too hot, not enough airflow. It was, like, very still and humid night, and I thought, oh, it'll cool down soon.
1: No. No. Never did. Never did. That's how they get you.
0: Andrew, live streaming. Tell us your experience about it during Um, this year's pandemic.
1: Yeah, at the the start of the pandemic, it was... um, I I did a couple live streams.
0: Let's... Actually, I don't want you to gloss over the fact that, like... You jumped into subscription building mode. Yeah. And yeah. you doubled your subscription service members. In I like, tripled. Tripled it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. And yeah. like that's for the first three or four weeks, that was what you were like playing every day. Like one song. You were talking about mm-hmm. the subscription service. You were really, really pushing it. And and. I haven't, it was really wonderful to see you energized towards that and successful too.
1: Yeah. It, it became a real specific moment where when I got the word that my Georgetown sound gigs were canceled. Right. Um, and, and we I'm,
0: were probably going to be canceling the June tour. And, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And all the tours, like I, I knew it was all going to be over and I was like, uh, well, not that I was going to make a whole lot of money off those tours, but it always kind of works out some way that I make a little bit of money and that blends in with all the other money. And once all those gigs went away, it was it was actually out of a, a moment of, like, there was a bit of panic. <laughs> yeah. But then there was also the moment of resilience, that you just rise to the occasion of uh, the obstacle in your way. And it was like, okay, well.
0: I feel like it was like you got, got a, a certain type of clarity about it. Yeah. Clarity and, of mission. And, and to me,
1: it was like, okay, well, how can I do this without playing out? How can I? How can I do this without like every, To me, everything became a, 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 an immediate shift um, from what the traditional pathway of of losing money was, and the traditional pathway of success, which is like play some shows, somebody recognizes you, and then you develop an audience, and then they buy your records, and then yada yada yada, which never happened for me. Or you know, because it's like it's a long shot, and plus I'm forty-eight. Nobody gives a shit about me in, in, in those terms. I'm not young. I don't have a washboard abs. I'm not gonna. I'm not Zac Efron. It's not like I don't like being photographed. <laughs> what do you want? I, ben, I also, what do you want Ben and I to say right now? I'm, just, confused. I'm, I'm just going down a road of like, sure. but but that's what I understood. The the traditional path of financial success was was kind of all linked to. It's an image right. driven thing. And I didn't feel like I was ever going to do that. But I was still going to be stupid enough to try. And then, because I thought the writing would, would rise above the, 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 mm-hmm. the petty bullshit of it. Um, but as soon as this happened, I was like, all right, well, I'll just go for broke. <laughs> I'll just try this. I'll appeal to everybody that I know, sort of. And then I'll try to refocus it and then come up with a plan to try to get people to to subscribe because to me it's the only way to be sustainable as an independent artist is the only way you gotta find all these micro patrons And to like I'm working on an advertising scheme where I wanna have a video where it's like you know what does Michelangelo Nathaniel Hawthorne and Andrew Grimm have in common well they all are gonna rely on patrons and in my case micro patrons (laughs) because I don't know super rich people who wanna give me lots of money but Nathaniel Hawthorne you know, he had a patron and, um, what's his name, President uh, Pierce uh, appointed him to be this kind of like bullshit, you know, uh, customs agent. <laughs> That's what he did. Well, he wrote all his work. He worked this dumb job that nobody cared about and he didn't have to work very hard at so he could just do his writing all the time. So
0: what you're saying is we should get government jobs.
1: Well, government jobs in a way was, was patronizing the arts. To a certain degree, those guys were doing that. Uh, not now. I mean I, I mean, I guess if I made Big Macs... Well, no, that's presi- not true. Ashley
0: Bryant, who's the puppeteer I know from Maine, when he came back from... Uh, dir- f- between... He was living in New York in the late 30s, early 40s, and part of the WA, WPA program, he was sent out into people's homes to teach piano lessons. Sure, I'm talking in, like, about now. A federal where program you, that... You I have a,
1: com- a complete um, emotional succubus who is um oh my god let's just call him illiterate
0: why do we have to talk about it? go back well, to i you. haven't mentioned go, his name go back to you go back but, to you
1: well, because but, i
0: want to say what you're talking about rob hinkle from ellie amy was talking about making live streaming like consulting other musicians on live streaming and how to like be independent of the yeah. of the, the previous structure yeah. in a way which is what you were doing
1: yeah and this is what we're all doing because my, my my ultimate goal with with the subscription and, and streaming, non streaming, I, I don't care about it a whole lot. Other than like, I, I'm trying to be strategic now about how I do it. But the the goal with the with the subscription is like, I'd love to make enough money off my subscription so I can just give a free concert. Like I don't need. To- well,
0: that was one of our early conversations that we had. Like we yeah. had this conversation in April where we were talking about. If we could make our subscription services sustainable for our living expenses then we wouldn't even like we could go play and bend the whole ticket price could benefit the venue you know or benefit a local charity or
1: program because that's to me that's that's the music just like teaching (laughs) was never about making money
0: well you guys should both talk about the teaching your teaching experience because both of you were teachers and had to instantly shift to the online version if you want to if it's not before we get too far away
2: from the live streaming thing i Mm -hmm. just wanted to say a couple of things about both of you one that you guys were doing live streaming of your shows before covid yeah everyone you know and i would i would check in i would see you guys you know doing your thing and i always thought it was a good way It, it was a reminder you know it was like a it was like a You know um you guys would pop up and i would go fond memories yeah and then um i watched both of your live streams and um you know because i did a lot of research too before i considered even doing it and i thought i i really liked your like um ellen your casual way of of like interacting like with the audience it wasn't like super formal like you'd be sitting at an angle on a couch with some plants and maybe some books and then you would talk a little bit and then you would pick up a guitar right yeah and that felt I felt like that was really comforting and, and like natural and I I kind of probably watched more because of that and then Andrew you're I, I remember really appreciating you um playing like working through some of your songs on mm-hmm. on the computer mm-hmm. like with your and like hearing what you were working on in the studio right and like having you play a little bit it was like it, it was that was that was also something novel at least that i hadn't seen other people doing that i'd uh, yeah. looked like watched their stuff and not to say you guys were the impetus for me like Utterly forming, the, having a distasteful. <laughs> but you guys were like oh, actually really good at what you were doing. And you yeah. had been doing it already. And it seemed, so for me, I definitely got the, like, I had that moment of like, oh, this is an entirely new skill set. Yeah. Like, I've never done, and I'm not comfortable with being photographed. And I've mm. always, like, just for the past five years, I've set it as like a goal. Dude, dude some video, and like mm-hmm. I had video produced, and I'm like never going to release it because it's just not Even good. Even the one we know? just
0: saw. No,
2: we'll probably yeah, I'll, I'll release that because it it's it, this. I finally figured out that like oh, if I'm having fun, it's going to be okay, and and right. as long as the light's good and you know the camera's pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, know what? This, like, but
0: you know what we're talking about here, right, right? Is a form of outsider art in a way. Because yeah. I don't have any video training. My my film yeah. my video making sense comes from the fact that I love films and, and television shows and I love the cinematography of it and angles and, and shooting, but I don't I don't have the interest that it takes to become an expert at those things. And so to approach it from an outsider means that we actually see it through a musician's, view, you know, viewpoint. If you're the yeah. one editing it, if you're the one directing it, we're actually going to have a, a a more like your video yeah. shows a sense of whimsy about it. Right. While like there's a lot of play, yeah, and that's one of the conversations I had with a theater troupe that I worked with last year that they were doubting in this time of global pandemic and important and and painful and necessary um uprising and unrest and push for social justice for people of color and black people and indigenous people all over the world especially in america like they were like where's our spot as as peddlers of whimsy and i was like that's incredibly necessary right now to show Mm -hmm. that we can have like um i'm trying to think of a more eloquent way to say this but like the the moments of aliveness in that and play and being serious about being playful. Or even a rejection
2: of what is possible, you know, once this transformation takes Mm -hmm. place where... Right. All lives eventually matter. When yeah. black lives, matter. we
0: can't get there without imaginative yeah. process. Right. We can't get a, get there without like whimsy, beauty, and practicing yeah. how to imagine and showing children that this is what the process of imagining looks like. And this is the way we get to a better future. Is we have to like picture it first, you know. Um,
2: so well, you mentioned my video, and I'll, I'll just say is that okay what, that I mentioned yeah, it? Yeah, but like <laughs> the the you know the video, I've I've always. So one of the things that really kind of gave me cold feet about live is that I wanted to create an artifact, right? I wanted to create something Mm -hmm. that I could, like, at least edit a little bit and have, like, some control over the platform and, like, you know, and that was kind of important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also having control of the sound. Like, yeah, the track is slightly compressed, but, like, overall everything's there and you can hear it and it's, you know. So, I mean, I think on that level, you mentioned something about, like, being primarily a performer Ellen and whereas Andrew's really kind of focused on the the like artifact and mm-hmm. like honing that so I think it's like a combination of the both when when you know you do like a like some sort of like playful video like a music video right that's not that's not directed by like a director right. not like over edited and over post you know like mm-hmm. all these whatever I did Apply the same filter to all the shots. I, I got that far. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there's
1: the yeah, wrong with that? Yeah. I yeah. did a good thing. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we're um, we're not necessarily getting close to the time frame, but we have about another ten to twelve minutes, which is enough time to play some songs. If you guys want to play some songs, sure. I mean, you brought a. Is that a baritone ukulele you brought with you there? I
2: did bring a baritone there's ukulele for too. playing yeah. in the car. Um, I don't really know any songs
0: though on
2: that. Well, maybe I could. Oh, you
1: can borrow one. a guitar. There's a guitar there and there's a guitar here.
0: He brought his guitar up.
2: I
1: brought, oh, you well, brought this your is like
2: an open tuning. I don't really play much in open tunings anymore. This is a sort of. These are both exploratory instruments <laughs> for when I'm like, you know, just in a weird place and I right? want to respond and I don't. Mm-hmm you know, I, I don't get to go somewhere super comfortable. So that uh, I usually, I like, that's how I on the road. Understood. But um, yeah, sure, I'll play your guitar. Yeah,
1: that's right there, that's that, Martin. Go ahead and grab it.
2: Yeah, I'll just play it, i play it through uh, This is one, um, let's see. Searching for some answers Cause I can't stand the ones that I have
1: And these machines
2: keep telling me I'm gonna keep coming in last I used all my trick plays I asked the kicker but the enemies are bigger Quicker, stronger, richer And I can't stand losing I wanna build something that'll last born into the stance of the ridiculous not stop lying flam flam slim picking, just smoking our eyes skin's getting thicker standing on the grave where we buried our forgiveness it's a heart break oh heartbreak heartbreak I'm living in the age of the puppet exhibition Crazy every time I hear an expert speak about a troll baiting bully with a worldwide media feed. Oh, people hanging by their thumbs in the temple of anger, shouting at a screen, shaming a stranger, dog whistle blows, people jumping up and showing off their leashes. Oh, we were just born into. Dance of the ridiculous Non-stop lying flim flam Slim picking Just smoking our eyes Skin's getting thicker Standing on the grave Where we buried our forgiveness It's a heartbreak Ridiculous heartbreak Oh heartbreak I'm Living in the age of the puppet exhibition this some heartbreak. Just can raise up an army and go out preaching. Oh, cherry pick some lines, mix in some scripture, talk about the weather, paint a pretty picture. I'm gonna try to be the kindness on my street. Oh, we were just born into this dance of a ridiculous. Non stop lies, flim, flam, slim, picking, just smoking our eyes and the skin keeps getting thicker. Standing on the grave where we buried our forgiveness, it's a heartbreak. Ridiculous heartbreak. Ridiculous heartbreak. I'm living in the age of the puppet exhibition. Ridiculous heartbreak. Ridiculous heartbreak. Living in the age of the puppet exhibition is not.
0: Sound of applause. That was a very good song. <laughs> so good.
2: Uh, well, yeah, that was just until the neighbor got done. But yeah, that could be the song, whatever. <laughs> so,
0: <okay. laughs> it sounded so good.
2: I strunkled a little bit.
0: So, what was the la- the line about? Something about leashes.
2: Oh yeah, I mumbled a lot of lyrics.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. I, that's the only one I didn't catch, and I like heard it, and I was like, "Is it strained against their leashes? Is uh, it? Led to show good? their leashes. Yeah, Sh-
2: showing off
1: their leashes. Showing off their leashes.
0: Yeah, yeah. nice. That's mm-hmm. a that's a really 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 um, distinct image. Irrelevant. And relevant. Yeah. So totally oh, I irrelevant. thought
1: you said irrelevant. <laughs> totally irrelevant. Totally, totally irrelevant. irrelevant. In this time capsule. So- <laughs> Sorry, it is time sorry, Ben. <laughs> when we pass the forty-minute mark on the podcast, it's usually it's, it's the, the hour of derision. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you've had it. You've uh, had it. Uh, Ellen Cherry, do you want to play a song?
0: Um, what uh, no. Why? Okay. Why don't we just end with Ben? Sure. And then you and I can play off-camera.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: that's that's nice. You guys get to play whenever you want. No, that's right. All the pressure's on you. That's right. No, that sounds good. Uh, I haven't done anything with that that song. I just uh, I've been trying to f- work with songs. Um,
0: you played it when we played with you back in the fall though, at that house mm, show that you hosted. Yeah, and so the it's, whole crowd was singing and like
2: Yeah, the nine on us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was the first night of our winter tour. It was. In December. December of
1: twenty nineteen. Yeah,
2: what <laughs> Back in the day when you could were, like go in a restaurant. That you know, wasn't even
0: a year ago. That was not even a year throw ago. Throw your
2: arm around your buddy. Yeah. Jump on a boat. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Cross an ocean for right. no reason at all.
0: <laughs> Just to be like, I did it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you are the best.
1: Yeah. Um, no, okay. I feel like that was a yeah.
0: that was a wonderful. Um, resolution to the first episode of season four can we just yes.
2: reiterate that it's just like hanging out on a porch absolutely this is
0: so wonderful i it's yeah describe the scene describe the scene
2: yeah so we're in like a wood framed uh porch with uh about a 50 yard <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, stretch of backyard with plants on both sides and four cars in the driveway um two hard <laughs>
1: On the Fit Nation, a, baby.
2: Baby. a punk rock van That's where right. I think Jillian Welsh was asleep there and couldn't pay for gas <laughs> for the show or something
0: right two dollar bill yeah
1: um and there are lots of sirens going off right now Westminster Friday night <laughs> um yeah
2: yeah it's all good man. we just had some delicious uh grilled chicken and uh, some tomatoes yeah, yeah it's good
0: and I think an important thing that you said earlier that I, I hadn't really thought about it and reframing words is such an important part of my processing in this whole situation right now is that you said I don't want to call it social distancing, I wanna call it physical distancing because we're not
1: Socially distant. We're
0: not socially distant.
1: You don't have to be we don't
0: have you know. to be socially distant. We can be physically distant and then Yeah. And we're also we're also
1: physically distant. Fiscally Phys- Physically. Physically, physically yeah. distant. Yeah. Just saying. So.
0: Thank you for coming to visit.
1: Yes, thank you, oh, Ben. Yeah, and for thanks, sharing your Thanks for song. receiving me. I if, was... I, if I were just like bold and on the internet and thinking to myself, man, you know what? I heard about this Trigger Finger record. Where could I find it?
2: You could find it um, on benshannonmusic.com. You can find it on iTunes, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Bandcamp. What's your
1: Bandcamp page?
2: Ben Music
1: music.bandcamp.com Yeah, and
2: you can order physical copies. It'll be shipped to you directly. Um, Covid-free. Covid-free. It's all. It's actually just a uh, a warehouse in Nevada that's full of robots. Oh. And you just communicate with the robot. It'll press you. Uh, it'll go
1: beep beep, it'll, beep, beep. 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 Well. Beep,
2: I've beep. never actually hung out with this this robot but its name is Kunaki. And uh, it will actually, Kunaki will like hook you up. It's actually kind of like snarky too. Like when you ask dumb questions, it'll give you like really straightforward answers that are um, almost like seems like... patronizing a little bit? It just seems very cold and calculated, nope. <laughs> uh, which can come across as patronizing, yeah. Sure. But it, it'll press you a vinyl, uh, one-off. It'll press you a CD. Wow. Um, but yeah, they're... They're uh, they're for sale there, and um,
0: it's a wonderful record. I have yeah. a
2: box of uh, like a short pressing uh, right by my front door.
1: Sure. So, so if you stop by Pittsburgh,
2: yeah, you can look me up, Ben Shannon Music. There's an address on Google as a business address, and uh, you can just knock on the door, and I'll hand you a, a CD. Right. The door just cracks open. You can put the money CD in there. Yeah, I'll put, in the the, I'll put it on a I'll put it on a side table. Just put the money in the locked
1: mailbox there. Right. There <laughs> so Sounds like a good deal. Analog baby. Safe travels. <laughs> <a long> baby. <laughs> yes, good luck on your 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 whirlwind Baltimore hangout uh, weekend.
2: Hell yeah! Thank you guys.
0: The goal is the ocean.
1: The goal is my neighbors. Yes. The, the goal. The goal is the ocean.
0: Goal is the ocean, Juan.
2: Yeah. Get I don't down know.
0: Down Shinkatink. <laughs> Such a beautiful place. Oh my um,
2: God! It
1: is. It's totally just my overwhelmingly gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Ellen Cherry. Yes. Do you have music for sale?
0: I do. If you go to ellencherry.bandcamp.com slash subscribe, you can support me. i become a sustaining member. I have lots of back catalog ideas, stuff in progress there. And then um, I have all of my upcoming tour dates on ellencherry.com. <laughs> um, you can check it out there. I will be touring Right 2021. Now. Whoop whoop. Right. Yeah, man. Um, I am live on Facebook every Wednesday at four o'clock um, on my Facebook page. I'm trying to shift that over to my website in the coming months. Um, what about you, Andrew? Floating uh, around in a in a sea of internet.
1: I am. It's it's uh, uncharted depths of. You just cyber reactivated
0: sea. a website, actually.
1: I did. Well, I'm working on the andrewgrimm.com website. Um, but right now you can find stuff at Junestar.com and you can find it at uh, Junestar.Bandcamp.com forward slash subscribe, where uh, you can get uh, 16 Junestar records, uh, a bunch of back catalog stuff. I'm, this year's goal for me and my subscription is to write as many songs as I can uh, from July to, to July. Um, right now, it's not too impressive, but I was also working on other stuff. I have a solo record coming out on September 25th, and then I have another Junestar record will come out in January of 2021. And so all that stuff can be available. God, you're so lazy. So I know. Lazy.
0: When are you going to get off your butt? And yeah, do you know you know, you, you
1: know what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to write and record a bunch of songs cuz cuz I can. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, all that stuff is there and uh, help me be sustainable. Help Ellen Jerry be sustainable. Help Ben Shannon be sustainable. And uh
0: and we should we should keep doing our podcast. I think. Okay. It was good. This was a good introduction. It was very important, Ben. I'm really, really, really grateful that you came in town and were the impetus for us to just. I sort of like offhandedly mentioned it when I got your text that we should record a podcast. And Andrew was like, "I'll set up all the gear. I'll make it happen." And
1: and, and I, feels, I did. You did. With grilled chicken. And it feels good to, Y'all are amazing.
0: It <laughs> feels good to be doing it again because I really have missed it. So yep. I'm glad to be sitting here in conversation with my friends about music in this beautiful setting. I'll
2: definitely mention it when I release my video.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cha-ching. Yeah. So, all right, Well right, we're going to say goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Bye. And you. And, you, and, you, and you t t di